I'm Justin Smith, a writer and radio guy from Melbourne. When did we start getting so crap at talking about history? And when did we get so crap at debating it? There was a situation in Victoria last week that should have us wondering if we'll ever be able to have an intelligent discussion again about anything that happened more than 18 months ago, let alone at the beginnings of our country. The Deputy Chief Medical Officer of the State, Dr Annalise Van Diemen, is one of those serious, hard-working medical types who's been spending her days trying to stop people dying from a deadly virus. It's good work. But in a rare minute of leisure time, she sent out a tweet comparing the damage of COVID-19 to the arrival of James Cook. Tweets are usually abrupt little things, and they lack sweetness and music when you read them aloud. But this is what she wrote. Sudden arrival from an invader from another land, disseminating populations, creating terror, forces the population to make enormous sacrifices and completely change how they live in order to survive, COVID-19 or Cook 1770. It started a fight, not a discussion, not a debate, and not even just a passing intrusion into our lockdown, a fight. And here comes the state opposition. They said the tweet was divisive, and the Shadow Minister for Health, Georgie Crozier, said it showed the doc lacked judgment, and they wanted her gone. They wanted a resignation, or a sacking, either would do. The story became way too tasty to stay isolated below the Murray River and was soon noisy and national, with Home Affairs Minister Peter Dutton looking for the same outcome as his party friends in Victoria. Well, I think she should go. I think it's pretty obvious that uh, in the middle of a pandemic, the second highest medical officer in the state of Victoria should actually be concentrating on the people of Victoria and the crisis associated with COVID-19. Instead, uh, she's off running culture war debates. The State Premier, Daniel Andrews, is sticking by the dock and so far she hasn't gone anywhere. Just back to her desk at home to keep working. And that's how it should be. I disagree with the dock's assessment of James Cook and what happened on his voyage. But I like that she thinks she's able to say it. What is ludicrous is that she's not being debated. She's being hunted for execution. Because here's the real problem. Some people think history only sounds like this. And others think it only sounds like this. Neither is true. I think it was author and historian Don Watson who said that we think people in history did everything for just one reason. And what we now see is the death of nuance. We can't debate. We can't listen. We can't discover. And some can't wait to find somebody they don't like. In this mess, we've seen one of the most pointless political attacks over a non-political issue in years. And that's in a pretty strong field. I like the story of Cook. I like knowing it. I like thinking about it. And my favourite book is from Rob Mundell. Rob's an author and an old journo who likes the old sea blokes, Cook was one of the greatest navigators, seafarers and leader of men that existed through that entire era. And when he set out from England uh, on that famous, now famous voyage 250 odd years ago, he was directed by the uh, king and the king's uh, cohorts to create peace, go in peace and uh, do what he could to meet the local population and uh, come back to England and report what he'd found. 
and they were hoping that the biggest find would be the uh, the Great South Land, which is we know today is Australia. So, so there's sort of this there's this invasion angle. I think you know a Cook tends to get depicted as a you know like a, a sword in one hand. Uh, and uh, and and the uh, the Union Jack and the other ready to be planted. I mean, that's the the, the feeling of him. But it's just it, it doesn't seem to be anywhere near the truth when you when you read well, your it, book. It couldn't be further from the truth because he was set in peace, as I say. And when they did land on the beaches uh, in New Zealand with the Maoris and uh, in Australia with the uh, indigenous population here, there was they didn't go in blazing away with their guns, their muskets, and killing them and getting rid of them out of the way. Cook was directed, as I say, to go in peace, and that's exactly what he tried to do. The only time they ever fired shots was when they believed that they were in danger from the uh, natives throwing spears at them or trying to kill them. So they didn't go away, as I say, blazing with their muskets and saying, get out of our way, Uh, this is now our land, we don't want you around anymore. Cook also seemed to have, uh, I happen, happen to have a co- copy of uh, Cook from Sailor to Legend in front of me, to page 262. Uh, yeah. In Cook's diary, he was, he was pretty, uh, he was incredibly kind and he seemed to be taken by Aboriginal people. He certainly was and there's no better evidence really. We know what happened in Botany Bay and really there were only two of the entire population that showed any great uh, aggression towards it. Well, not even that it was great. But when he, uh, the ship ran aground, as we know, up in the Great Barrier Reef, and they went into the Endeavour, what is now the Endeavour River in what is now Cooktown, to repair the ship, and that's uh, so I could continue on back to England. And uh, while there, they uh, established very good relations with the local population, the local natives. And they sat around and they created some level of dialogue and got to know each other very well. So there was certainly no anger, no... Uh, desire to get rid of these people just because they were there and uh, I think if you want a real example of Cook's attitude to the indigenous population then you saw it there. I do a point. Rob help me out here why are we so crap at, at talking about our history and understanding our history I mean this person has clearly got it wrong but uh, but uh, I mean why are we just so why are we rubbish at even debating it? Because we've now seen in Victoria where we've gone pe- seeing people go completely over the top and say that should she should be sacked from her job even for suggesting that Cook had done the wrong thing. I mean, we go from one extreme to the other. Why are we rubbish at talking about history? Well, I, I can't work it out. It's got me beaten because there's so much fact out there in my book and other books and uh, you've only got to read Cook's log, a very accurate report back on all of his experiences. And none of that ever existed. There was no going in and slaughtering and get out of our way and this land's now ours. just didn't happen. So where are you coming from? Which, tell me your facts. Give me your facts. They just don't exist. He's a good story, isn't he? He's a hell of a story. He's a fantastic story and uh, it's amazing. Actually, there's one nice little aside there because uh, when they were up, in, up north after they left Cookstown when the ship was uh, repaired, you know, it was if it wasn't for one puff of wind, we wouldn't be here today in Australia as we are because uh, Endeavour got outside the Great Barrier Reef at night and ran out of wind and went within 50 metres of, as Cook said, smashed a pulp mm. essentially on the outer Barrier Reef and that they were all going to die. Now, if that had happened, they wouldn't have got back to England. There would have been no reports of the discovery of the Great South Land and what was going on there. And uh, who knows what would have happened to Australia then. It could have been a lot worse than what we're being told it was like, which it wasn't, 
uh, at the moment. It's amazing when you when you talk about people like Bly and and Cook. There seems to be a lot of those moments that a lesser sailor would not have survived. Yeah, absolutely, totally maligned by history in Hollywood. A lot of those guys, and look, they wouldn't have been given the roles by their superiors in manning those ships and guiding them around the world or through the Pacific or giving yeah. given the assignments they had. Those guys knew what they were doing, and we just we just seem to be looking. I'm a journalist; that's my background. We just seem to be looking for ridiculous angles that aren't there. Get on and tell the truth. It's a much better story. Rob Mundell, and the book is called Cook. From sailor to legend. It's a good one. If the doc hasn't read it, I think she should. But for the people who are calling for her sacking, they clearly need to look for simpler things to read. Things that won't divide their brain. Things that won't test out their fragile ideology. And certainly nothing with a little nuance. I'll keep writing. Let's talk soon. Mm-hmm.